A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rue Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Conversations. Welcome and live from IMAX 2022. Um, we are in our little podcast studio here at our booth. Um, with my, my name is Rolf Rissen and I'm with my colleague Ruud Janssen. And we have today in our studio Laura Lewis. And Laura is Knowledge and Events Manager at IMAX, at IMAX Group, and is actually responsible for this hall where we are, are in right now. But I, I think we can better ask you to explain that a little bit more, what you're doing within IMAX and what you're responsible for. Yeah, so I work on the um, Knowledge and Events team and also the Show Experience team um, at IMAX. Um, the Knowledge team bring all the educational content into Hall 9. Um, we have three seminar rooms, campfire, research and workshop and it's across the three days and we bring in lots of content, varied, varied, very varied content, sorry. Um, and we, um, we, we have that going on throughout the whole day um, and um, bring lots of people into Hall 9 and they can just come and listen in and yeah. So for Great. people, so for people that have never been to IMAX, right? I, I know, you know, most people come to IMAX that are in, in the events industry, and uh, but let, let's pretend you've never been to IMAX. How would you describe the experience of being the difference between Hall Eight and Hall Nine, for instance? Yeah, so I guess Hall Eight is where all the business takes place, a lot of networking, mm-hmm. um, and Hall Nine is a place to come and learn. Um, and connect with peers um, and um, just have a bit of fun as well in Hall 9. Not that Hall 8 isn't fun, there's a lot of fun stuff going on in Hall 8. Um, But we've got so much going on in Hall 9 and what I've noticed um, from feedback from our attendees over the last couple of days is um, it's a kind of moment of calm coming into Hall 9, coming coming off the main show floor in Hall A um, and coming in, the lights are a little bit dimmer in here and just learning and just taking a moment, taking a breath and connecting with yourself but also with others if you feel like it. Yeah. And I makes and I makes um, America, that's a, do- a different situation where you're, where everything is in one, one hall. Um, and can you explain for the listeners how that is different and how you chose here for another setup and how that's different from from um, IMAX America? Yeah, so I think um, with um, separating the two out, um, it's it's mainly to do with space. Um, You know, we have a lot more space in here than in Hall 8. um, And um, we, um, I'm trying to think, Uh, we, we just wanted some a separate space to kind of grow 
mm-hmm. our um, educational content and also with our partners as well you know we've got MPI and Eco stand which has had education on throughout we've got the big people and planet village mm-hmm. hosted bio lounges in here as well um, and um, it's just a nice kind of space off the show floor I think that's what we wanted to achieve just just yeah, off the perfect. show floor and as we're looking out onto let's say we're we're sitting on, let's say, the far end of Hall 9, just if you're trying to picture this in your head whilst you listen to the podcast. What we see in front of us is the Inspire Cafe. We see uh, the forest, the ocean, and the canyon, which are spaces where, with, um, uh, let's say, silent disco headsets almost, right, where you have um, the ability to, to um, let's say, very focused audio experience uh, in a space, because that's what people wonder about. If, if you hear the background, you hear some background noise, maybe, uh, this is because we have people walking around and also the cloakroom is at the far end so you get traffic this morning especially from people that will be taking flights later to drop off their luggage and you know walk through hall nine and discover all these new things um, how do you feel let's say the theme of nature right which is the theme that you have and how does that how does that tie into some of the activities going on in this space yeah so um yeah our theme is nature this year and the forest, canyon and ocean rooms um, um, have all got um, different scents as well so it's all about connecting with your senses um, taking time to focus on the content but also to connect with your senses so for example the forest room that's behind us right now mm-hmm. um, when there is an accession on it's playing a bird song okay. and, and yeah. snakes as well Um, which is yeah Um, and we've also they're also scented Mm -hmm. as well so um, it just activates your senses and um, just I think it's a great way to connect with yourself as well as focusing on the um, educational content what I what I always wonder uh, when I walk in in these kind of uh, trade shows but especially IMAX um, is that there is such a variety of content and also content I am not aware of most of the times. Um, can you explain to us how you select content, how you select speakers, how you come to new stuff? Um, because I think many people knock on your door like, oh, I have something to, to, to announce or to explain or to tell. But this is also very different content many t- in many, t- many cases. Yeah, so um, we have a process in place. People can register their interest mm-hmm. um, in speaking at both IMAX Frankfurt and IMAX America. Um, and we also source as well. So if, for example, one of our team sees or hears something, um, like, for example, Shane Feldman, who has done quite a lot for us this week, um, he was recommended to us. And um, so we kind of looked into him, looked, looked at his videos and everything, and decided he would be such a great fit. And he's been on the show floor doing a couple of sessions, but he's also, um, he's been at Association Focus this week. He's been at um, Exclusively Corporate, which are like our specialist education programs that take place on the Monday prior to the show opening. Um, we um, we have we've just just um, had the lovely Tahira and Dean join us as head of programming, um, so we're really excited. She's got so many great ideas for IMAX America already, um, and we're really looking forward to bringing in um, more content and um, seeing what's out there as well. We're always 
excited to see what's fresh, um, I guess what's on trend as well. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun to kind of, it's a bit like the world's our oyster in terms of going out and finding people. Um, and then we get IMAX staff as well. So conversation with Karina, which is gonna go on in about five minutes on the, uh, in the forest room. Um, she'll be talking with Kit um, and we've bought that, um, it's a YouTube series that we have at IMAX and we've just bought it, we decided it'd be quite cool to do a live one and um, we're recording it so it will go live on our YouTube channel um, after the show mm -hmm. um, and we also have um, our DE&I squad, mm -hmm. they did a campfire um, and um, yeah we, we love getting our team involved as well, mm -hmm. um, it's quite nice to kind of give our opinions as well on certain topics. Lovely. So um, what I always appreciate about uh, IMAX, when we had the gala last night, where obviously yeah. the awards from various different associations are given to uh, those that give um, uh, significant contributions to the industry, uh, but also young uh, uh, talent is being identified through the MPI Future Leader Forum, MPI, MCI, and uh, IMAX Future Leader Forum regional competitions that end up then finally here at IMAX in Frankfurt or IMAX America. Uh, how important is the next generation, do you think, for this industry and how, how does that tie into the activities that you see going on? Oh, it's incredibly important. I mean, um, I guess they're our future, aren't yeah. they? We want them to kind of pass the baton on to them um, yeah. in years to come. Um, I think it's incredibly important. I think this, you know, our industry has been hit hard over the last couple of years as well um, and I think there has been a little bit of a hesitation potentially to coming into this industry because of the effects of the, uh, of the pandemic um, but it's so great to see the students here learning and just being so excited to be here and seeing a live show I mean we're all so excited about doing live again aren't we um, so um, it's been great seeing them walking around and coming into Hall 9 as well and just coming into some, seeing some of the content and yeah, it's, it's, it, they're very, it, like, you know, they're very important to us, very important to IMAX. It's, um, and I think today the Future Leader Forum is also, let's mm -hmm. say, yesterday was full day, yes. let's say, on, on the fourth floor of this building, they have a full program yes. where industry experts have them interact and learn how to network so it's kind of an, in, an induction program exactly um, it was interesting my my son for the first time saw what i do in in, oh. in in our daily life and discovering the world of what's going on at imax you know through his own eyes yeah and it's um, it's it's indeed fascinating to see that's it things is. we take for granted right so if you're wondering what hall eight looks like and you've never been here uh, my son said i'd like to travel the world i said well you know come to Frankfurt Hall 8 and you can see all corners of the world literally because the yeah. destinations from Australia up to Canada and yeah. from you know Japan through to um, to the Netherlands and, and anything beyond is is there right yeah. so destinations are represented the it, hotel chains the whole supply chain is there and today they're let loose on the trade show floor to are, discover yes. that for themselves they as are. well yes they can travel the world in like two hours I guess um, yeah. And as uh, Shane Feldman, our speaker, yesterday said, um, you can eat yourself um, around the world. <laughs> your way around the world, I should say. You can yeah. eat your way around the world. Um, yeah, and drink as well, apparently. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't uh, done that, um, but um, 
it's you know the stands are amazing as well and just our offices um, our behind the scenes offices um, are above Hall 8 and we've just got a great view of the show floor and it's just so great to see it so buzzing um, it's just almost like an electric yeah. feel so in, um, when we talk about event design um, we're always looking at um, um, actually change of behavior um, because events change behavior um, we're introducing also prototypes to the thinking when, when designing events and what we always explain to um, participants in our programs is that there is also always a prototype of not doing the event. Of course, we have seen that during COVID, and don't, let's not talk about that too much. But I was wondering, like looking at hall, um, at this hall where you actually um, provide so much knowledge, what what would happen? What would be different? What 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 would not happen as a result of not doing this all this knowledge uh, sharing? And what is what would happen if you only had a trade show, which actually in the trade show world happens quite a lot, right? So it's yeah. on, only only doing business um, in booths. Uh, you are adding something to this. You are spending some money on this, yes, right? Yeah. Um, so what is what is the what would happen if you wouldn't do it? But also, what is what is your investment in this, and and you, what is your return in terms of? Um, I guess um, if we didn't do this people wouldn't have the opportunity to learn more things you know there are some people that attend IMEX that don't necessarily get the chance to um, learn some new content like le learn some new things about our industry you know um, and I think that it's so beneficial so beneficial we've got some you know great speakers and um, I think that's what makes IMEX so special as well. You know, you can go and do your appointments um, and go around the world for a couple of hours and then you can just come over to Hall 9 and just learn about something you might not necessarily have thought about. So yesterday we had um, Paul McVeigh, he did a session on um, uh, like some, tip, some tips on professional speaking, mm -hmm. for example. Um, and that was that was quite a well-attended session. There's a lot of people that have come and decided that yes, they they want to learn a bit more about professional speaking. Um, so I think you know it is such a good opportunity for attendees not to just do business but to learn more. And I think you know people, given the pandemic and stuff, people are looking to extend their knowledge. Um, and yeah build on it as well it's also an, uh, an alternative motive to maybe attend yeah right? yeah exactly exactly i mean we've had we've had such a great response um to our, to our seminar rooms to our, ins our whole inspiration hub um and to the sessions you know yeah. it's it's a great it's a great feeling it's a great it, it feels so nice to see these sessions well attended and um, people coming out and just feeling impassioned about our industry. Yeah, and it's good to see also that, <coughs> and also for the people who listen to this podcast, that Ray and Karina and the full IMAX team is so committed to give back to the industry, right? This so, uh, of course, there's business, of course, yeah. you need to run a business, yeah. and of course, you would like to be, have the, all these exhibitors and visitors and hosted buyers be successful. But I think doing business is one side, but also giving back to, like, 
um, the industry in, mm-hmm. a, in a way um, uh, as a platform to do business on but in many cases um, I think compared to conferences in our industry this is actually more than a trade show this is almost mm-hmm. a, a, a conference where you get get to learn a lot of yeah. lot of things get to learn um, new people yeah. and compared to that I think it's hard for a conference in this world to compete even right so because there's so much content here and it's all for free yeah exactly this is it that it is all for free and you're getting to um, you get the opportunity to meet these speakers as well and they come from all areas of our industry mm-hmm. um, so it's such a great opportunity to kind of meet them and speak with them and you know I know some, a lot of our attendees do hang around after the sessions finished um, to just speak with the speaker and continue that conversation and I think that's so important um, you know these sessions are between half an hour to 60 minutes long um, it, it varies and um, it's great that you can see afterwards people continuing the conversation not just with the speaker but with each other yeah. and you know making those connections and it's it's lovely it's 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 really really nice to see it's it's almost interesting where um, taking the time to go to an event mm. gives you time to think yeah um, you know just being in a place for a couple of days yeah uh, and I think this is what I'm hearing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the 20th edition, right? Yes. And I remember the very first one when the MPI European Meetings and Events Conference was taking place in Berlin, and a train was actually chartered to bring mm-hmm. most of those attendees over to the first show here in Frankfurt, which wow. was amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it was also kind of like um, the birth of an event that 20 years later mm-hmm. feels like, uh, you know an adult that stands on its own two feet and its own view of the world and like you say it's a it's a family feeling Uh, I think what the industry really feels is that cherished feeling of being amongst people that you know that you care about Um, um, and the fact that you rekindle that for an industry like you said that has been digitally engaged but trying very hard to keep connected for a long time yeah and uh, I think that's what very that's what's very much being appreciated by everybody. Definitely. Um, for people that have not been to IMAX yet, that might be listening to this podcast, interested in event design, or they might not think they're part of the event industry, right? What message would you have for them? Definitely come. Like you have to come and just it's it's an experience in itself. Mm-hmm. Like both halls are very different to each other, and mm-hmm. it's just such an experience and. Something I've kind of um, explained to people um, back home, like friends and family, um, this week, they've asked how it's been. And I've said it's just been one massive reunion. Mm-hmm. Imagine going to like your high school reunion, like your 10-year high school reunion, mm-hmm. but it's like 100 times bigger <laughs> and better, personally, yeah. than, than going to your high school reunion. Um, and it's just been so lovely and you know I was in uh, Vegas for IMAX America and that was my first ever show because I only joined IMAX last year and just walking the show floor and just seeing people reunite in person for the first time in two years was 
so lovely um, so and also so emotional as well it's like you know when mm. you see families reuniting after getting off a plane in the arrival halls of an airport it, it's, it's very much like that yeah. and I feel <laughs> like love, love actually opening yeah like, exactly like movie, right? yeah I'm <laughs> that is a very yeah. very uh, good good analogy yeah I, I felt that the same the same way where in, in IMAX in Las Vegas mm. last, last year was really really um, very very strange experience where everybody's still using PCR test. I flew mm. in literally the, 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 the airspace open for Europeans like on the 8th I believe yes and I yeah. flew literally flew in then and then everywhere it was smog masks but then you had to prove uh, vaccination for this yes. for the show and at the show where you are normally like oh I have to scan my badge again or they have to right so it's like for, for a visitor or the exhibitor like oh, why do we need to do that always right but then you could take your mask off right yeah. so that was like a okay. so people could see the smiles Absolutely. it was all the smiles on the show floor I mean you know IMAX is full of smiles anyway it's a very very friendly show but just everyone being able to take their masks off yeah. and see your face yeah. was just it's just lovely really lovely and you know for IMAX family is such an important such an important thing for us and it's just yeah just a massive family reunion yeah and, basically. and, and when you talk about reunions what i what i always feel when i visit this but people also also might listen to this podcast and say like yeah but i don't do international business and i'm only local i must say i'm from the netherlands i live in amsterdam um, i meet more people from our event industry in the netherlands in wow, frankfurt so frankfurt than in the <laughs> Netherlands, right? So yeah. everybody is here, and everybody, yeah. you, you, it's, it feels like a reunion every year. This is it, and we, you know, we have um, attendees come that don't do international meetings. Mm -hmm. They, they, they come, they come to network, but also come to just check out. You know, you're from the Netherlands. They come to check out the Netherlands mm -hmm. stand, and because there's so much opportunity on those stands, there's so many people to meet, um, and yeah, it's. It's just, it's just so lovely, um, and you know we have like a tech area and the uh, the um, uh, hotels as well, and yeah, it's just been so great. And I'm really, I mean, I'm really looking forward to IMAX America. I feel like it's going to be another reunion again, <laughs> just because you know in November the borders had just opened for Europe, for Europe into um, the US, but a lot of people still weren't too comfortable traveling. And I think this this year will be massive. I mean, you know, everyone's come here. Um, Any, anything new to share already about that? That no, show? No, not yet. Not but yet. we're gonna. We've got ideas. Okay. Um, I, yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing though. Um, and I mean, you know, our design team. They designed the forest, canyon, and ocean. Um, they. Uh, one of the girls, Maddie. She drew, um, if anyone's actually been um, into Hall 9, she drew all the uh, little jellyfish and uh, the leaves on, and the, um, the gecko. There's a gecko on the canyon one. Um, the whole design, it's, it's all done in-house. And I love that. It's a, I think, it's you know, for IMEX, yeah. it's so authentic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's so much opportunity to just get involved and share your ideas you know and I mean that's what I love about being on the show experience team as well you know um, I would wouldn't normally um, do that in the uh, knowledge team but just being able to dip dip my toes 
into into the show experience team has just been great and you know we're so inspired by everything at the moment and we've got so many great ideas for America but also for next year in Frankfurt as well um, you know we will be uh, using the forest ocean and canyon again because we're you know we want to be sustainable and um, reuse as much as we can um, so that will be coming back um, next year um, but there'll be some changes and a lot of new ideas coming in and hopefully will be on the show floor. Excellent. So if people want to find out how they can participate in IMAX, we'll add that in the show notes so people can see that on the podcast. Uh, we have a small announcement to make from our end, um, which is a completely new thing that's just announced this morning. Uh, so with Dale Hudson, and uh, from who's, who's leading the, uh, uh, the team, at uh, just before IMAX America, so actually it is IMAX America already, on the Sunday, um, the community of event designers, uh, people that have been trained in the event design certificate program, uh, and certified event designers on event design Sunday, there will be a summit uh, co-organized by uh, IMAX, uh, Caesars Entertainment, Encore, and the Event Design Collective, uh, to bring the community together in the small pool to celebrate the graduations that have taken place online but now do it live in Las Vegas. So it's on the Sunday before IMAX rolls into the Monday, Tuesday uh, event. So um, we're very excited to um, invite everyone that has done some form of uh, event design certificate program training, which includes a number of your team members yeah. like Dale and, and Tahira and Laura, I think uh, very soon uh, we'd love to have you on that. Yeah, um, I'd love to. On that team as well. So uh, this is an invite to you. Oh, thank you. To uh, join us in one of the upcoming event design certificate programs. Amazing. Um, I think it will. Uh, we'd be keen to see also how that, let's say, uh, allows the language within yeah. your team uh, yeah. to be uh, to be developing in that sense. And we're very excited about what we're seeing here. Thank you for the opportunity for having. Uh, booth 9.003 <laughs> as it's come to be known beyond the forest um, where, where we were able to show the design for good project as well as run into people who have an interest in you know how do you design as a team what kind of language can you use are there mental models to talk about the event owners challenge and you know, going to the kinds of designs that you're doing as a team that people experience uh, because like you said they take a lot of resources team time and space and it's important to do that adequately, so. Yeah, no, it's exciting. I think, you know, it's been such a team effort um, across the company as well, across the whole of IMAX. Um, it's just been such a, a great team effort and we're looking forward to kind of expanding on the nature theme um, and bringing more of the outside in, I guess. Okay, excellent. Well, maybe people that are listening to this are walking through nature right now. Yeah. Um, this is the end of this podcast. Uh, thank you, Laura, for joining us. Thank you. In this very busy time when, you know, even when you organize something, you can take, you know, 20 minutes out of your schedule to yeah. come and have a little podcast experience, a little audio bubble within the trade show floor. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, thank you. This has been another episode of the Design to Change Designer Conversation Series. Explore these conversations and additional content at designtochange.online. Want more right now? Tune into the backstage episode of this conversation and hear what the experts discuss offstage.